0: Welcome to On the Record with Tiffany. There are heroes throughout San Antonio, men and women that go the extra mile to make lives better. During the next hour, you'll be inspired as we introduce you to these unsung heroes. And
1: now, here's your host, Tiffany Jones-Smith. And welcome to On the Record with Kevin and... With Tiffany and Kevin. <laughs> on 930 AM, The Answer, where the American descendants of the formerly enslaved are giving it to you raw, <laughs> no chaser. That's right. All right, Tiff. All right, a there's lot... There's a
2: lot to talk about there,
1: this week. There is. There is, mm-hmm. there is, there is. All right, mm-hmm. so let's talk about Ohio, and I want to compare... The profiteers
2: wanna, are going crazy. <laughs> yeah,
1: and Jacksonville, right? So. <laughs> Our response is not yes. going to be the typical response to these situations. Well, let's
2: just give our response. Let's so give our response, you right? You don't qualify. want to lead the people
1: on. I want to qualify, and lead people on. <laughs> I don't think you have to qualify. All right, so uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, right? No, Ohio, no. Tell me, Palestine, Ohio, and I always want to think Palestine, Texas, but it's not. Yeah, in it's Palestine, in Ohio. Ohio. Oh, Ohio. So, what happened there, Tiffany?
2: Why are you asking me what happened?
1: <laughs> so basically, we have a we have a a, a train that's a train carrying, derailment a train derailment trains carrying toxic uh, uh, ingredients, essentially, right? Stuff that they use to make PVC may maybe have some other items there, right? And so it completely wrecks this small town. I mean, just uh, wrecks the small town, right? You have uh, chemical chemicals there. You have that.
2: Well, I think the conversation here is about. The train derailment, the fact that it's okay that that there were over 800 train derailments in 2022 right there says that there's a systemic problem. But then the secondary issue is we've got a secondary and a tertiary issue. Secondary issue is we have a train derailment.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Chemicals are spilled. Yep. We, uh, the powers that be, chose to set those chemicals on fire and do a slow burn.
1: Which has a tremendous repercussion because it changes the nature of the chemicals.
2: Yes, and and that's the part is you know once again uh, we talk about this in healthcare and this is the same conversation in, mm-hmm. in uh, with the EPA. Um, language is it, the monopoly on language uh, that. Each one of these systems mm-hmm. that run, in this case, uh, the railway system and the EPA, because one has to ask, listening to the language, EPA, who are you protecting?
1: Yep. And let's give some examples of the language. I think the first one mm-hmm. was when they ran the initial test. We're now finding out. When they ran the initial test, they came back and said, ah, oh, the water's good to drink.
2: And let, let, let's slow down right <laughs> you're within a five mile radius mm-hmm. of this crash, F- over forty thousand animals died mm-hmm. forty thousand animals so and people drink their water from wells there
1: yeah, but they said so, it was okay so to drink the water you got right
2: forty thousand animals dead mm-hmm. I'm looking at the water. the water is so toxic that you won't put your people in it.
1: Yeah, they have Even to wear special in, uniforms. That's right. Even with the special outfits. That's
2: right. They, they were, wouldn't put their people in it, but they did tell the public it was okay to drink the water. Yeah. They told the public that the air was fine. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, their throats are tingling and their eyes are stinging and their pets are dying. But the air is fine to breathe.
1: Yeah, and also there was a, uh, a mushroom cloud so, when they did the burn-off. So one has that, that to think about
2: cities. this in terms of, okay, in order to do that, what's missing in the language that we're being told? What's What are we missing in terms of understanding, right? Because if, if somebody is telling you something definitively, they have some sort of data that they're using to back it up. So how are they collecting that data and what are they using? Well, when you start digging down into this stuff, uh Yes, they're using instruments to test, but they're not testing for the chemicals that occur when you add fire.
1: Mm-hmm. Because, to the, this. because the language that they use was that
2: maybe they're not testing for the, the level of toxin that's gonna be there. You gotta like figure out what it is that you're missing and that's being held back. Because it's always going to be benign neglect that's, that's uh, hitting you. In yeah, the so
1: let's talk about that, right? So it was a range. So, they, so when, they, when they do these things, there's a range of possible <coughs> outcomes, right? And so there is, you know, a range of everything's okay, right? Which is what they put out to the public, right? And then there's a range of, no, this is a bad situation, Mm-hmm. a very bad situation so you could sh- probably come somewhere in the middle right and so that is so when so remember when they first came out you and I had this discussion right when the language they used they said that uh, that it is safe i think i used the word safe that a particular chemical wasn't there right mm-hmm. and they were right because of the instrument and because and the instruments that they use did not test for those
2: that's right so th- there's the th- it's always up to the consumer to figure out What it is that's being held back or what it is or just how they're wording this in such a way that, yes, you're being screwed. But, no, you can't do anything to us about it.
1: And so and here's the other thing, right? So the, the, that's what's happening, right? And so also that that chemical, uh, you know, what I found just kind of comical, not comical, but sad, right, was mm-hmm. that you could get more information on this particular chemical and its burn rate from uh, from scientists and PhD, PhD students in chemistry off of TikTok, from those guys <laughs> from TikTok, than you could get from television yeah. trust you know, The trust source. You what, what really right? has,
2: it, it well it has been um No that's sad. It it's it's eye opening that the people the very people that are that we have charged with and trusted with uh telling us the truth and giving us the skinny on what's going on mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad we need to know Mhm. Uh they spend so much time, you know, gaslighting the public because this, I, I don't see But it's how
1: always can, for our best interest. It's they always, don't want to create a panic.
2: Yeah, that, and that's, those are statements that are made. We hear the same thing in health Oh, they're not ready to hear about
1: that. It'll create a panic.
2: It'll create a panic.
1: Yeah. It'll cause us emotional, really? so emotional you trauma. To
2: decide whether something will cause a panic, whether well, telling me, Telling me as an individual mm-hmm. that I have stage one chronic kidney disease or stage two chronic kidney disease, or if I I'm can't drink my water, ready to hear that? Is that really your your place or your call to make?
1: Yes, that's what right? they believe.
2: That's the no. We're the
1: experts. Trust but, us.
2: And can I truly trust you mm-hmm. when we're talking about industry? Mm-hmm. Where profits and losses yep are the drive are the bottom line to all of it
1: and here's the other thing right that I think is sad and when
2: profits and losses are are being evaluated, human life is often. Not yeah. even in the equation. and that
1: is not a because you know I remember in the past they would say oh that's a liberal way of thinking no that's reality that mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everyone there in that and that little city voted for Donald Trump
2: that it's a very conservative place and extremely what conservative show, what this is showing us is that you know and I and I say this to everybody a lot of what we deal with uh, that we assign. To color, yes, there's a color involved in it. It's called green. Money.
1: Well, let's talk about Money that.
2: comes down to, to what's going on. Let's talk
1: about that real quick, Tiffany. So, okay, we have, okay, so you have in Ohio, now, Palestine, Ohio. I'm not
2: Ohio. That, that there are racist things going on, but I, we see a lot of things But let me tell you,
1: you how race there. is used, right? Because we all often run into this with people, right? Race is most of the time in the situations is, may not be the primary situation, or the cause of something. It may not be the
2: primary focal point. Focal
1: point, but then they will turn around and use race. Let me give you an example of that, right? So we see in Ohio.
2: It's a, it's a point of opportunity.
1: <laughs> it's a point of opportunity. So in Ohio, you have this huge chemical spill. They set off a mushroom cloud. They take the product and turn it essentially into acid, right, and, and set it off over the city and over that area. And then after they do that, they then turn around, because you got there's a lot of cleanup that has to happen. They turn around and take the cleanup and the, and, and the soil and everything and try to send it to Arizona and Texas. No, Michigan and Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And so we get wind of it here in Texas, like hold, hold up and like, pump your brakes. Uh-huh. You can't bring that here, Send it somewhere else. Same thing yep. in Michigan. Like, no, and they not. end it's up bad. they end up putting it back in Ohio in that 15, area 15 20 in that miles area away. right? And so uh-huh. now what they come out and you have, and this is why now they come out and they go, hey, they want, they want to stir up black people and say, hey, you should say something about it. Look at all those, that look at all the interest they're showing to those people it's because they're white. You, they're getting more FaceTime, And then in that situation, so then they turn around to those same people and go, look at that situation in Jacksonville. They're getting all that press time. It's because they're black. Yeah. Right. Which is a total BS, right? And
2: just gaslight both of them. Gaslight us both.
1: But when in reality, both groups, both <coughs> groups can come together on a common theme and, and of it, environmental it, protection. And yeah. to be an environmentalist is not to be a left wing loon. It is not, right? Those people in Ohio care about their drinking water. Those people in Jackson care about their drinking water. We want to, We want all the basic things. Yeah. And I know sometimes I, I give Tiffany a grief for, for this statement from time to time, but she's right. In the end, We're, we are more alike that's right. than we are unalike. Yeah. Unalike's not a word, I know. We're
2: more alike than we are different. And these two scenarios, see, first of all, and, and I will... Yeah, to your point neither one of them got the press that they should have gotten mm-hmm. neither one we've got two major catastrophes happening on american
1: soil yeah
2: and we talk more about everything else that's happening in the world than we do about our very own we are doing more for what's happening in other nations than we are in these two devastating situation
1: but whats interesting for
2: our citizens
1: well before that you stated that there were uh, there were train wrecks that happened before that 800, right eight
2: hundred over eight hundred so train you derailment.
1: so that's eight hundred train derailments. so also in 2020 Jackson Mississippi right has an issue with their drinking water where they can't drink it and they're not but the they only, just had it up they the had a similar situation in Michigan mm-hmm. and then there within Mississippi they're having in the surrounding areas. Water infrastructure water. falling apart does not
2: happen in a day. No. It doesn't happen in a year. It doesn't happen in two years. It is, a, it is, a, it is over time, and it is neglect over time, and it's bad leadership. Mm-hmm. It's uh, cutting corners. Mm-hmm. It's people being bought off. See, I say this all the time, and I will continue to say it, and everybody that takes offense to it kick rocks. Leadership, being an advocate for people, being a legislator, being in any position of advocacy requires that you have a soul that cannot be bought for silver or gold. And that is part of the problem here.
1: Hold that, we're going to come back to that. And you've been listening to On the Record with Tiffany Kevin on 9 30 a.m. The Answer, home of Conservative Talk Radio.
2: Giving it to you straight. We are doing a special campaign at Texas Kidney Foundation to get your kidneys checked. It is called Silent But Deadly because kidney disease is a silent but deadly killer. And we need you to go to our website, silentbutdeadly.org, take a 12-question test, and we will send you a kit to your house. Get your kidneys checked at silentbutdeadly.org.
1: All right, and you're back with on the record with Tiffany and Kevin on 9:30 a.m., the answer, home yep. of conservative talk radio. So,
2: let's talk about Let's those, talk about
1: advocacy, right? Let's
2: talk about advocacy yeah. because that's where we're we're losing the fight. We've got all of these quote unquote advocates in various places mm-hmm. across systems. Yep. Let me just take healthcare. We've got advocates in kidney health and most of our big name advocates start asking them what do they do Mm -hmm. what do they do for a living they work for the very system that they're supposed to be advocating for us within and what has that resulted in we have advocates that are doctors and nurses I'm talking to you right now we're bringing to the public SGLT2Is it's a, a classification of of uh Drugs that ha- are slowing down and even stopping the progression of kidney disease. But also
1: they're improving Those, diabetes and cardiovascular.
2: Improving diabetes, cardiovascular disease. It's a wonder drug. The, the doctors are saying that it's a game changer. They're mm-hmm. using terms like that. Okay, so one would think
0: mm-hmm. that
2: with advocates that are nurses who have had transplants, mm-hmm. that are doctors... Who have had transplants and with them telling us things like we walk the walk, we talk the talk and all this, these other little colloquialisms. All right, take us to church.
1: We're going to church on this
2: one. Uh, shouldn't they have been talking about SGLT two is? They've been around for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Radio silence from them on this.
1: Well, they do just enough they, so that if you point to them and tell them that there's radio silence, they can say, no, 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 no. no, no. I we mentioned this. it. We did this. I yeah. mentioned they, it they back in
0: 1964.
2: You what? know, <laughs> <laughs> they'll tell you something like that. God, I hate him. Okay. Anyway. Well, what we have,
1: right? All right. So you and I, and I can't, I'm not going to call his name. We've been very fortunate to meet a, a, a very <coughs> wise man, right? And so he always said-
2: amazing people. Here
1: in San Antonio, and I'm really blessed. Mm-hmm. And he always says, what's your price, Kevin?
2: Yes. He says, mm-hmm. if you know it's your price- can be bought.
1: He goes, you can't be bought if you know your price because mm-hmm. you're aware of it, right? That's right. And so one of the things that I'm often, when we get a lot of emails at the foundation, mm-hmm. right? And it just amazes. Me. People always want to give us an opportunity to tell our powerful life, story. our powerful story, our lived Kill experience. Powerful story. <laughs> <laughs> and our lived experience. Uh-huh. Well, I don't want to talk about my powerful story. I don't want to talk about my lived experience or my personal truth. I want to see things change.
2: That's right. We so see when people
1: say, what's your price, Kevin? I say, mm-hmm. here's my price starts off in San Antonio. When the east side and the west side of San Antonio have knowledge and access and information to Uh the current medications Uh that can reduce uh, amputations, reduce chronic kidney failure. That's my price, starting off with. So if you want to buy me, let's buy that first. Uh Second price is here in the state of Texas. We make up, what, 10% of the end-stage renal disease people, right? Uh Right? And then the other number around diabetes is just staggering, right? So my my Uh second price, if you want to buy me, is to reduce those things with the therapeutics that are available. We don't have to invent anything new. I don't have to buy some crazy supplement over at at some uh, bootleg uh, supplement store. There's medication, and there are treatments available right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. Right now, they're available. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you want to purchase me, buy me, get on board with that. That's Mm -hmm. my powerful story. That's Um, my point of truth. Under
2: the leadership of these advocates yep we had aces and arms we 've had them for thirty years it's a, those also are our drug families that that uh have an this with chronic with, kidney uh, disease chronic kidney disease less than fifty percent of those who qualify for aces and arms mm-hmm. have been prescribed aces and arms why hmm? you would think that that uh sounding the alarms would be what advocates... Mm-hmm. We're out there doing. What they don't. Instead, what we find is that they're out there trying to put a department together for themselves uh, under DHS, trying to put together a new a new uh, nonprofit that they can profit from, mm-hmm. trying to put together whatever to make them look good and feel good but that will do very little good so, for the general public. So,
1: here's okay, here's my cynicism, right?
2: And, and no, I get to finish my okay, statement continue. because that has been a problem Whew. across systems is that you've you've got these advocates who who rise to their little stardom and don't use their platforms to actually advocate change. Mhm. Because policy change we could have been making policy changes all along. We could have taken EGFR, the, the uh, uh, singling out of African-Americans with EGFR, out 30 years ago. But you didn't see any of those advocates mm-hmm. pushing well, for a lot not of- until the Not until the whole George Floyd thing.
1: Yeah. So what we find, and in, in, in what we find is that advocates or can often be purchased. And mm-hmm. not, and not with money, right? It's oftentimes with prestige. Yeah. They have the ability to tell their powerful story. Yep. They allow them to, uh, it's give the their lived experience. They get to be associated with people well, who are MDs and PhDs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really, it's, it's kind of a euphoric experience uh, there, right? Yeah. But here's, the, here, so euphoric, how do we tie this uh, back to Ohio, right? And well, let Jacksonville, me well, continue.
2: since you got to tell what your price is, let tell me tell you what my price. price is. Uh because I can't be bought by this. You know, as I said, uh when the doctors thumb their noses at me saying that I've lost over 70 family and friends during this pandemic, when the advocates thumb their noses at that, I just want you to understand as the public that I serve that that changes you, you know. At what point does your soul start to weep? And when people are trying to uh, elevate themselves and stomp on the very folks that we serve while they're dying, when you see that much death, then you you make some choices. And for me, I know, I you know, I believe that God put in you before you die, before you come onto this planet, everything that you could be. Mm-hmm. you There's everything that he, he has the, the hope and desire for you to be.
1: But you evangelical coming at out the of end you, girl. And then
2: at the end of life, when you die, you will get to see all of that. And you will get to see who you were. Who, who was Tiffany Jones Smith when she walked this earth? So the price for me is for that woman, who's standing there before God, to be exactly identical to what he put me here for. So that means I don't have time for petty games. You can have by me with your gaslighting or gassing up, because they love to don't gas you, wanna, you up. Don't you, you want to tell your powerful story?
1: Body. Don't you want to tell your lived experience, your personal truth?
2: My powerful story will be told <laughs> far and wide. For the glory of God and to help the people that we are serving. It will not be utilized just for yet another fun, feel-good moment that results in
1: nothing. So all my B1s out there. This is the opportunity. Tiff and I believe this. We often say this, right? As black people go, right? Wherever, wherever happens to us happens generally to everyone else in the, in, in the American system. And so we have always proven to be the group of people who stood up and who've, who've always taken one for the team. And we, we've advanced. Uh, America through making allies and commonality. That's all. That's come from us, right? And mm-hmm. so, in this situation where we have, it's it's clearly an environmental situation where people need to stand up right? B1s have to stand up and start reaching across the aisles, as we always do, right? And building coalitions around this around this environmental issue, right? And there are plenty of B1s out there who care about the environment. There are plenty of people I identify as white allies who care about the environment. If that is your calling in life and for our country, you need to start making allies. You need to start using the power of language and words, right, to draw people and uh, bring people in, right? That That's where it starts there.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not telling people what they need to do. I am. I'm saying, hey, <laughs> uh, here's our opportunity. Yeah. Here's the opportunity. Every single human being that's walking the face of the earth has a purpose. We have a purpose. And I cannot take your purpose. Mm-hmm. I cannot take Shemaya's purpose. That's our producer. <laughs> I cannot take anybody else's purpose mm-hmm. and walk it out to its full potential so everybody that's listening has that
1: you've mm-hmm. just
2: forgotten it because we've been told that we have to be a cog in the wheel and if you make the you know we're, we're pushing down what a job should be what what our careers should be what all these other mm-hmm. but what's your purpose yeah find it and walk that out.
1: And it's okay, and I I think this is where we as Republicans get it wrong, right? It's okay to have an identity. You have an identity of whatever that particular identity is, right? And you can still have an identity and still work with people who don't possess that same identity, right, In, in order to reach common values, common American values, right? That can be done, and it is being done. Mm-hmm. Right. As long as you don't view the world through a media lens and don't be, oh, Republicans, please don't be reactive to, well, they didn't give white people enough uh, airtime on the media. It's the media. Of course they're going to do that. And my B1s don't go, well, they gave those white people more time than they gave us. Really? It's the media. Right, in the end, you still have situations where pe- where you have corporations not want to take responsibilities, mm-hmm. where you have corporations that are more invested and more committed to the profits of their shareholders than the profit and concern for everyday americans doesn 't mm-hmm. matter what color they are, what their identity is at the end you 're an American who 's getting <coughs> screwed over. Mm-hmm. And we have the commonalities around that. And that, don't be separated by race or the reaction to this. It's okay to have your identity. It's, don't be gaslit mm-hmm. by race being
2: used as a divider. You know, we are more alike than we are different. So we have to stand against the nonsense that profiteers are perpetrating across systems, across this great nation of us. And you've been listening to On The Record with Kevin and Tiffany, where we're giving it to you straight. Here on 930
1: AM, The Answer, home of talk we're here. And we're back uh, with On with.
2: On the record with Tiffany
1: and Kevin. On 9.30 a.m., the answer home of conservative talk radio. All right, Tiffany, we, you were giving it to a straight no chaser there. I felt like we were at church, girl. I was like, preach, preach, preach. <laughs> All right. Hey, so, uh, one of the things that, uh, I find important that helps me, uh, keep a clear head a, a lot of the times is to understand the system and how it's operating, right? Mm-hmm. So, what we have to understand, right, is that in our in our free market economy, mm-hmm. right, in the free market economy, the the bottom line concerns of a corporation is its shareholders, right? It's their shareholders. They they are trying to make the most profit for their shareholders at the end of the day. Doesn't matter if it's private. Doesn't matter if it's public. Right. And that is not a, um, a, a ultra liberal or whatever view of the world. That's fact. You can go read in you can go read in their financial statements and they tell you that they tell you that. And that's important to know. Right. That that is the environment in which decisions are being made. Right. The decisions are being made to make the most profit for the shareholders. Right. Hopefully they're doing it with with uh, with with responsibility. Right. That they also want to uh, that before profits, they're also considering. Right. The impacts or the harms that things could have on people, not just what's the probability of it happening. But if it does happen. Right. What is the impact on people's lives? What is a life worth? Right. And so oftentimes people are making these decisions on the uh, numbers right what's the percentage of this of this happening I'm pretty sure that when this train wreck in Ohio they're going how many what is the what are the odds of this happening and if it does happen what's the cost and the cost is measured in numbers and dollars not in people's lives that those are actually people being impacted by it right Mm -hmm. and somehow we've been convinced as Republicans to talk about the value of people as somehow being some left wing looniness and craziness when it's not. When we're supposed to be the party of family values. We're supposed to be the party that values freedom. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and so if that's the party we are, let's stop being reactionary mm-hmm. and lead on these things, yes. right? So that is a system that we operate in. That is a system that oftentimes, whether people know it or not, their decisions are being made. Important decisions are being made that have impact on our lives are being made, mm-hmm. right? In regards to healthcare, in regards to the types of systems that are put in place with healthcare, in 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 terms of who how those decisions are being made, right? Now- and this is the point where our advocates, right? Because most people are working, they're working their jobs. They're going out in life and engaging in life. And this is the point where our advocates have to be aware of that and, and, and use the things to advocate for people. Right. So, for instance, in, 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 in healthcare, right? Where really, the people really, really always say this, right? And if you're a business person, you know this, right? Somebody, your expense is somebody else's revenue. Period. So if I am paying $80 billion.
2: $120 billion. $120 what, billion. What kidney disease is and $120 we're not including, billion dollars a year.
1: Yeah, and it's not just dialysis. It's dialysis and all the other things related to kidney disease, right? So if
2: you just only want to look at it in Texas, dialysis in Texas is costing uh, $4.8 billion. A yeah. Year. Not just dialysis. It's, you know, they... They lump in transplantation, and
1: and we have to be aware now. Dialysis is that.
2: That's not that's not the other stages of CKD.
1: Yeah, and so now we're not talking that dialysis is isn't needed, but dialysis is needed, right? But that kind of shades people's view in their decision making. So when medications come out, that could prevent that. Or in the case like in Ohio, there's a possible, they were talking about these new these new breaks and everything that could have worked and the cost. Of the it was measured in dollars. Cost was <laughs> measured in dollars and not the quality of people's lives, not mm-hmm. the impact to the environment.
2: Well, and then, of course, you, when you're talking about something like that, they were looking at probability. What's the probability? Mm-hmm that something is going to go wrong. Yep. Well, I'm sure some actuaries figure that out. Then, okay, are we willing to roll these dice? Well, obviously, with 800 and over 800 uh, trained derailments, they're willing to roll those dice and deal with yeah. and then in the aftermath. And
1: then it becomes an issue of how many people live in that city, right? There's only mm-hmm. this many people that live in What's that city. What's the
2: likelihood it's going to hit the news and, and just really turn it? News cycles are finicky. Mm-hmm. It's going to go away eventually. Yeah. And we'll just deal with with the people on an individual basis. What do we think we're gonna to have to pay out? That those are questions
1: that people ask.
2: That that have already no, it's not just questions that people ask, it's questions that have already been calculated and thought of. That's why they had teams of people going door to door. They already knew what to do because they'd already thought through the process and are already twenty steps ahead of the average citizen who has just been hit in the face. With the worst experience of their lives,
1: so it really comes back to that Malcolm X quote of, "You know, they're not smarter than us. we just plan more. They just plan more, and they're more organized than we are. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. They're more organized what, than we that are.
2: That is why advocacy is important.
1: But it has to be, yeah. And so we have to also judge the advocates, those people who are advocating for us, right?" And I mean,
2: how many of you I, I'm just gonna ask this question and let you answer it at your house in your head. But how many people felt like the EPA was advocating for the residents? I didn't. Did it feel like they were advocating for the residents?
1: Nope. Hmm. They didn't. They sent the black guy out there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, mail! Yeah, and I, <laughs> I'm not going to comment now, tap on that. And so they did that, we right? We've
2: Had this conversation before,
1: and so remember the other mm-hmm. thing. I'm going to take us down a little, uh, 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 digress a little bit. Remember when they were talking about? Well, I
2: bet he was swallowing hard when he had to drink that water. Yeah, they uh-huh. didn't drink that
1: water. You know, Please, it's like everyone saying that uh, <laughs> that uh, President Biden should be the there. Safe. Wait a minute, they were saying President Biden should be there. President Biden should be there. Whether you know it or not, right? The President of the United States has. A a group of people who go forward. They actually go into the communities that he's supposed to go into. They do that ahead of time. He's the most protected man in the world. Doesn't matter who's there, who's who's actual president. So people, remember, you and I were talking about this. I said, you know what? I bet they've already sent a forward team there, and they have calculated there ain't no way that we're letting the President no of the United States come in here. We're
2: letting the President come in here he's 80-something. No. Yeah, but it simply
1: wasn't going to happen, uh-uh. right? And, you know, there are all these other reasons coming, right? And I'm pretty sure when Trump went there, his his forward team was like, I don't, don't know, Don't do it. I'm sure
2: that they probably Yeah, they know. were. I'm sure everybody was telling him not to do it.
1: See, but that's important to know, right, is that even Trump waited several weeks before yeah, he went it's, it's, and it's Biden not- wasn't going. Biden still probably is not going for a while. He. Should go, right? But he's not going to be going for a while because of the levels of toxicity that are there. Mm-hmm. That are simply there. So if that, if it, if those people aren't going, how the hell are you telling me to drink the water? The water's safe.
2: Or hey there, Amanda, stay in your house, which is about three feet away from this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you're and good. so and, and so that's <laughs> you know, the part in the system, right? You just so, listen
2: to this and you're like. And you're supposed to be advocating for me. Yeah, but that's you're part of the system. You're forms and stuff. That yeah, but oh those but those forms just, and stuff
1: are to cover are to cover the corporations.
2: Yeah, right? and, and everything about it feels that way. Yet you're representing yourself as a neutral party who's here simply to protect the environment. Right. You're saying you're protecting the environment, the first, and telling people that over forty thousand dead animals doesn't that's, matter. Yeah. That's, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good.
1: And I can tell you, right, and this is why well, I, str- I, I went through. I was going to ask you about that. Talk to us about uh, when you were a kid, Crystal Beach. That's we want to talk right. about that.
2: That's right. There was an oil spill off the coast.
1: When you were a kid in Beaumont, Texas? I was a kid,
2: Texas- my summers were the best summers. You know, I grew up in Southeast Texas, super awesome place. Um, I mean, that yeah, was kind at, of Valley we, Girl, but we'll we'll we, overlook that. We have, you know, we definitely have some issues with with race there, but we're we're talking about just what me and my family, what we mm-hmm. did. You know, I had a great childhood with my mom and dad. Tell us and about so the beach. The we beach. would go to the beach mm-hmm. on the from the time it warmed up, we'd go to the beach on the weekends and uh, really spend our summers just just hanging out at the beach there, and so. And Crystal Beach was, you know, one of the most beautiful beaches.
1: So describe it.
2: So when you would walk out in the water, I mean, you could walk way out and look straight down and just see all of the wildlife, just all of the beautiful fish swimming around and see straight to the bottom, see to the sand and everything and swim down. And uh, it was just uh, amazing, amazing. It was, you know, God's creation, amazing. And we loved it. So my, my dad was like quintessential awesome dad. So he uh, got a tent. And we had this blue tent that had like a 200 pieces to it. Anyway, I don't know how he put that thing together every time. But, but what did the beach look like? And we would, we would walk through the sand. You could take off, take off your shoes and walk in the sand. And the sand was beautiful. It was, it was uh, lovely. And you can see right. straight to the bottom <coughs> see, straight to the bottom of the water which is why
1: it was called Crystal Beach. Yeah, there.
2: that's why it had that name. But even if you weren't at the Crystal Beach section, if you were just on one of the other beaches, it was still pristine and gorgeous. Right? When that oil spill happened, first of all, Winnie, Texas, you know, you drove through Winnie to, from Beaumont to get to uh to get to the beach. Uh, and Winnie was still you know, like 15 miles or more from the beach. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Winnie was where you would start getting excited because you Mm -hmm. were about to be there. Um, When you drove into Winnie, the smell.
1: After this oil spill. The
2: smell after the oil spill. Which, first of all, you couldn't go past Winnie. They wouldn't allow you in. But they removed metric tons of of wildlife that was killed. So I'm sitting here listening to what they're saying about uh, this area. The smell has to be just disheartening and overwhelming to the people that are there. Mm -hmm. Um, So the smell was, was one thing, and it was that way for months, months afterwards. Then when we were finally allowed in, uh... It has never been and never was from that point forward the same. The water was... If 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 there was a foot of water, you couldn't see your feet. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see your feet. There was nothing. Nothing swimming up to you in the water. Nothing to snorkel around and look at. Nothing. There was uh, blocks of of uh oil but it was it was like stuck to a bunch of stuff so it wasn't like oil, oil it, like you would normally think of oil as a liquid it was actually uh all throughout the sand so the sand was you know peppered with oil the sand dunes pep- it was it it was the most
1: Egregious, yeah, in my words, I think it'd be egregious. And then, but well, it's the same playbook, right? The exact same playbook in Ohio. First, we come out and we send people out who work for the uh, corporation that caused the damage and reassure us that everything Along is going to be all right, EPA. right? And then tell us that <laughs> hey, it's not going to be that bad, the company's uh-huh. going to take responsibility and clean it up.
2: And the EPA signs off on
1: and it, doesn't end. and doesn't
2: right. and the whole thing is still trash. When they're
1: done. And we're going to leave you with that. And you can listen to On the Record with Kevin and Tiffany on 930 AM. The answer. Home Where of
2: reality talk. and truth Great. Check us out at On the Record with Tiffany on YouTube. And all you have to do is look up On the Record with Tiffany and you will get to listen to us talk about freedom, opportunity, growth and progress. If you like what we're talking about or if you don't, check us out on YouTube, on the record with Tiffany and listen to what we have to say, because we can guarantee you we're going to spark some debate at your house just like at ours.
1: All right Tiffany. that was a great segment where we were talking about just uh crystal beach in- uh mm. there and outside of it's in Galveston right It's no longer crystal. it's more like mud beach right now well and it's it, never the it, same
2: it, it it's never been the same as it was prior to that. Has it gotten better yes, over the last you know thirty years it's years. never the same it, it but it's same. not it so if you had ever seen it prior, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be sitting there going, that was a great example of, it's not. is
1: it isn't. It, and so, so. So
2: preventing things like that should be a top priority. And when somebody says about, you know, I'm just tying this back to what we're, what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. When somebody says, hey, we're doing all that we can do. Are you? Because you had eight, over 800 derailments. Mm -hmm. in 2022. So Mm -hmm. that says to me you got a problem Mm -hmm. and if you're doing all that you could do Mm -hmm. then all that you can do is prevent derailments. You start with preventing derailments, slowing the number of, decreasing the number of derailments. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't seem like That's what's being done. But then
1: also the efficiency question of where they are. So now you have it coming out where, uh, where the, uh, the railroad workers, right, who are part of a union, and I know generally in Republican circles, unions are, are considered the devil, right? But where union members were asking for things such as basic time off, right? And not to be on this efficiency me, uh, metric, right? Where you gotta, where they can call you in to work anytime, right? They can call you in. And then the Biden administration joining in and saying, Hey, we need the trains to flow because it's national security. Right. Rather than, yeah, we can address national security issues, which I'm always have a question mark. Anytime people start saying national security just shuts everything down and they don't want to look at the details of what's being asked. And what those uh, what those workers were asking for was one additional day off to where they could have a time to just unwind mm-hmm. and have more staff on. Right. But the decision was made out of profitability. And what they could run run the train system, quote unquote, more efficient, which is based on dollars, not quality of people's thought lives, not quality of humans, Mm -hmm. right? And that's not, and and I have a hard time when I start saying that as it's coming out of my mouth. Quality of life. Quality of life. I'm like, oh my God, is this some type of liberal mindset or something? But it's not.
2: Quality of life is is germane to every human being, yeah. and it has nothing to do with polit- politics. It shouldn't be tied to politics, and it shouldn't be politicized so that uh, we'll all choke down yet another atrocity against mm-hmm. the middle class. Something to remember about the people of, of uh, Palestine and the people of of Jackson, Mississippi, is that they represent the middle class and Mm -hmm. the working class people Mm -hmm. that are often forgotten and seen as dispensable, as we see with over 800 derailments happening in places Mm -hmm. like this with black people, white people, whatever, people that are considered, hey, we can, we can, uh, this, this is a, what do they call it when... uh,
1: Acceptable. Uh, It's it's an acceptable loss, an acceptable risk. It's an
2: acceptable loss. Yeah. This is an acceptable loss. Being an acceptable loss is unacceptable.
1: Mm-hmm. It is, and yeah.
2: it's something that you know we we try to put words to it because we we say things like we've been forgotten, we've been no we've we've had people who are deciding what risk management plans and who have just who have said uh, they uh, can manage any. Ugly thing that happens to us, and our lives are dispensable.
1: Yeah, there it, it is an acceptable be, yeah. loss. That is what people, when they, when they look at the, what is the percentage, what is the chance that this could happen, right? What are mm-hmm. the percentage of people this is happening to, right? It is acceptable. It is an acceptable loss. And that, when you look at Jackson, when you look at, uh, you look at Palestine, when you look at chronic kidney disease and diabetes, right? They can gaslight us all the way because we are acceptable. Can losses. and do. Can and do. Mm-hmm.
2: And they do it with language because they have been planning and working and having meetings and having this and that. Go listen to what they're up to. So this follow is all the money.
1: Yeah. Follow the money. This is one of the things that, always I, green that, in the I, <laughs> that I am a big uh, uh, a big fan, if you will, of New Gingrich, especially uh, his the 1994 stuff where it says to rule the language to rule by. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is you see that more now. You know, there is a language to gaslight people by. Right. And you see that in the mainstream media. Right. Where uh, there's oftentimes this uh, hyped focus uh, on race. Right? Which is a critical part, right? Mm-hmm. But there's this hype focus on that. And then, uh, you have the conservative, uh, part of, of, of media, right? Which then responds in a reaction to that. And they know that those items, right? When they, when they, uh, when they, uh, advertise and present these programs that have to do with race, right? That those are the big money makers. So, anytime they can do those things, they will now i 'm not against talking about race because I think when race is when race is an issue it 's an issue when it 's mm-hmm. not it 's not and sometimes when race is an issue it 's an issue that sometimes we can overcome things are
2: multifactorial yeah they can be
1: overcome and we can find common out money yep,
2: money is what is driving. A lot of things that we are experiencing today mm-hmm. and being able to use race to divide us is just a, a, a lucky, happy coincidence for the people that are, are out there dividing us.
1: And that being that said, is, let's nuance that because, mm-hmm. right, because a lot of people will then come around, especially a lot of people in our audience will come back and say, well, see, that's why we need to de-racialize everything. And you black people talk about race too much, Right. No, no, we don't. No. But when it's about race, it's about race. But if we're willing to set that aside and find commonality about, mm-hmm. across our outcomes that we desire, for mm-hmm. things that are good for both you and me, right, and feed into the American value system, the then m- listen, come join with us. The moment we join
2: together and start putting the profiteers in their place, we're unstoppable.
1: But Tiffany, you sound like you're one of them lefties.
2: No, that's not a thought. It's not against capitalism. Thought. Nope. Mm-mm. It's not against capitalism. Profiteers and capitalism are two different things.
1: Okay. Tell me more.
2: Profiteers are people that are out there utilizing systems to make the most profit and not caring about or factoring in quality of life for people. Mm-hmm. You can have a healthy, happy capitalistic society without destroying people's health, Mm -hmm. without destroying their neighborhoods and communities. You can buy brakes and and put in the right braking system for uh, trains. It's going to cost you something. Your profit margins may be impacted, but the 800 derailments Mm -hmm. that happened in 2022 – don't necessarily have to happen in 2023 and 2024. And the toxic
1: soil and the cleanup that you're trying to send to That's Texas. Right. That's right. Right? You could have saved that by simply uh, uh, putting some capital into those breaks. And thank and you, Texans, off.
2: for saying, heck no, deal with, with the mess you've made here
1: yeah so let's let kind of wrap because we're run out of time here, so kind of draw this this down to a to 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 wind down right is that you know often we we have we have a couple of sayings around here right and we, we also practice these at our home, right one nobody's coming to save us
2: nobody is.
1: Right. They're simply not. Uh, two, we, are, we have more in common. We, we're, more we're more alike, alike than, than we, we are, are different just, than we are different. Right. You see, I struggle with that one. <laughs> right. And that it's a fact, though, it's a fact. Right. And that at the end of the day, we live in America. Right. And I do believe in American exceptionalism. We are the greatest country in the in the world. Right. And we have the resources. It's not like these things that we don't have the things to solve the problems. It's not like we have to go and invent some medication. We've already we have it. There's been an egghead somewhere who's invented that. It's not like we have to go and invent these breaks.
2: Well, here's the thing. We have it. We here's, know how to keep water clean. Here's what I'm saying about profiteers. Instead of, we have all of these tools, but there are folks that are dragging their feet on getting the drugs out there. Why? Because there's more profit for them in people being sick. There are folks that are dragging their feet on putting in the right braking system because there are more profits to them to run the system as it is and deal with the derailments. We are... In this situation, because profiteers have been allowed to rule by the rules. So what we have to do now is create transparency so that we understand what those rules are. Request definitions for language, because often they are talking and using one word that we have a definition for and they've got a different one for. Mm -hmm. Diagnosis is one of those words. In in uh, healthcare, let's talk about that. In diagnosis, when we say that kidney disease is diagnosed,
1: uh, what does that mean? We
2: think we think that the moment you see kidney disease in our blood work, that you're telling us that there's that that's a diagnosis. Kidney nope. disease is there. It's not. It's, it's not. not. And and that one smoke screen right there mm-hmm. is something that that. Right now, we see the hockey puck of kidney disease Mm -hmm. uh, having risen the way that it has, just catapulted
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
2: over the last 30 years, and the lack of advocacy Mm -hmm. for revelation of that knowledge because every single one of those doctors and nurses who's had a transplant and talking the talk and walking the walk, honey—
1: And you've been listening to On the Record with Tiffany and Kevin on 930 a.m. The Answer, home of conservative talk radio,
2: where we're demanding change.
1: Straight no chasing. You've been enjoying On the
0: Record with Tiffany. We encourage you to share these stories with friends and family. You can listen to other shows by going to 930amtheanswer.com. And join us next week for On the Record with Tiffany on 930 a.m. The Answer